you are Locked On A's. Your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. Thank you, Amelia. And how's it going, A's fans? Welcome to episode 339 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's episode, I did a special YouTube crossover with Locked On Yankees host, Stacy Gatsoulias. So we're going to be giving you guys everything that we are excited about heading into this weekend series against the New York Yankees. It's a fun conversation. If you guys like it, check us out on it, uh, YouTube too. There's a Locked On Yankees page. There's a Locked On A's page. They're both linked in the show notes. Make sure to follow us because uh, we're going to be doing all these episodes on YouTube as well, unless I am not camera ready because I look horrid. Uh, I'm just joking. I They will be there even if I look horrid. <laughs> but anyways, before I send it over to my talk with Stacy, uh, you can also join Walking and Baseball Encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call him Sully every day on the Locked On MLB podcast for a unique look at the majors, both present and past, featuring exciting guest interviews and routine check-ins from around the Locked On MLB cast of characters like myself. Subscribe to the Locked On MLB podcast today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. You can also follow this podcast on our new YouTube uh, space channel, whatever you want to call it. Uh, subscribe over there. Uh, do do whatever you need to do on YouTube. You can also subscribe to this wherever you like to hear podcasts. Uh, leave us ratings and reviews. We always thoroughly appreciate those. I love reading the nice things that people say in the reviews. And uh, follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter and in the Spotify Green Room app. And uh, if you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockdownAthletics at gmail.com. So without further ado, here is the, it's basically the YouTube episode, but I did the intro for, for podcast people so that uh, you guys weren't, uh, you know, freaked out by there not being the usual intro and also the, the music. So here it is, the YouTube episode, but also uh, for you guys, it's the same thing. It's a podcast. It's the words that we said, but on YouTube. Um, so enjoy you guys. How's it going, everybody? Today, I am very, very happy to be joined by Stacy Gatsoulis. I'm okay. Let me say, I'm happy right now, but the way the Yankees are playing, this might not go very well for me. So, uh, Stacy, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. <laughs> Glad I'm it's an very off day. Excited. <laughs> yes, I, yeah. I'm very excited that uh, you know, it's always fun when the A's and Yankees play each other because who doesn't like occasionally beating the Yankees? It's always a good time. Um, yeah. So Stacy, where can people find you on social media before we really get going here? You can find me at locked on Yankees, all one word. If you want to see what I do over there, uh, Stace Gots, which is on your screen. If you're watching this, uh, S T A C E G O T S, because my full name is too long and that's pretty much it, you know, and then Instagram, you know, same thing locked on Yankees, all one word. Oh, I was going to say, what do you post on Instagram? Because I do not follow. I mean, I, I follow the Lockdown Yankees. <laughs> but I was like, ooh, interesting. Now, uh, scavenger hunt for people that are listening to this. Go find Stacy on Instagram. <laughs> I <laughs> you know you're on TikTok, but uh, I did yeah. not know about Instagram. <laughs> yes. Uh, same name on same name on Instagram, SR Gots. 
Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, for Yankees fans that are listening to this, uh, you know, it, or you know, seeing this, I guess on YouTube, my my handle is right in front of you. It's at by Jason B on Twitter, and uh, also in the green room app. If you guys want to ever pop in for a conversation, uh, the Locked On A show is on YouTube now. If you're watching this on YouTube, you this is what I look like. Um, I'm also promoting a different podcast with my unionized the miners T-shirt from uh, Tipping Pitches. Love those guys. And it's, they made one in A's color, so I appreciate that. Uh, and then the show is at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, if you guys got any questions for us, LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. But let's get into this series. Today, we're going to be talking about just what's been going on with each team, the storylines heading into this series, and then a little bit about which matchups we're looking forward to. We're go- we'll get you guys ready for the series, the pitching matchups, and then what we think is going to happen in this series. Um, yeah. So let's start off with the Yankees, who have won 11 straight games. You guys snapped the Braves' nine-game win streak. You guys, it was a battle of nine-game win streaks. You snapped Atlanta's, and uh, you, you guys won the other game, too. So you guys come in winning 11 straight, coming to Oakland. What's been going different for you guys? Is it just the trade acquisitions? Has it been just the team picking it up overall? What, what's been going on? They are winning the games that they would have lost a month and a half ago. They would have lost that game last night on a Wednesday night with uh, Tuesday night with Chapman getting the bases loaded. You know, yeah, it's amazing how different the team's fortune is compared to even a month ago, because things started really kicking in around July 26th, July 27th. And since then, they've been on a bit of a roll. Um, But the first half of the season, that game would have been lost and the game I mentioned it on my show the game against the Red Sox where Loisica got the bases loaded in the top of the seventh because it was a doubleheader game Yankees are up 5-3 if it were a month ago Boston would have hit a grand slam Yankees would have lost in awful fashion just things are going right for them for the first time pretty much all season in a steady Sorry, something almost <laughs> just fell on my setup. What's <laughs> timing the, on that one? Steady. I, like, Ooh, I saw out of the corner of my lazy eye. Thank God it wanders sometimes. Um, they would have lost that game as well. So it's just yeah, a lot of things are going right. You know, Joey Gallo and Anthony Rizzo were good acquisitions. Rizzo was a shock. I wasn't expecting Rizzo. Gallo had always been attached to the Yankees. He was always someone that... They thought they were going to get. So that wasn't a surprising move. But even just adding those guys to the lineup, just seeing their names in the lineup and seeing how long it makes that lineup now and throwing lefties in between Judge and Stanton or Voight and Judge or, you know, it just breaks up the lineup a lot and makes it a lot more balanced. And yeah, you know, the bullpen isn't collapsing as much as it was, say, a month and a half ago. So, I mean, occasionally, yeah, but... Again, they're winning the games that they weren't winning in the beginning of the season. That's basically what's happening right now. It's unexplainable. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yes. It's got to be nice after, you know, scuffling for the first three months of the season or so. Uh, And everybody, you know, finally the Yankees are doomed. And then the Yankees coming back like a Phoenix and just making the baseball world just is shouting in joy because the Yankees (laughs) finally back on top. You love to see it. (laughs) (laughs) I I do have one you you said that the Yankees were losing games like this a month ago and I just have to bring up 
No, they weren't. I the Yankees and A's played in New York, and Sean Murphy hit into a triple play. No, they were not losing these games. They're the luckiest team ever. I hate them so much. Thank you for coming on the show. No, I'm saying, like, you know, I was at the game where Chapman gave up the the uh grand slam to the Angels in the, you know, they they got Otani out of the game in the first inning. You know, they scored a, like seven runs in the first inning against Otani and they end up losing that game because Chapman gives up a grand slam in the top of the ninth. They lost. Um, oh, there was another game that they blew against the Mets. And what's even funnier about that, that happened on the 4th of July. And one of the uh, beat writers who covers the Yankees wrote the Mets about the Mets ending the Yankees season on July 5th. And now people are bringing that up now like hello um <laughs> i've said I a lot definitely all- saw that on I'm, I'm making its rounds <laughs> yeah i said all along on my show i expected this year to be similar to 2007 the yankees were going to start off awful they were going to be bad until at least the all-star break and then it was going to kick in and they were going to start playing well took a little longer than i expected but this is what i expected from this team um so when people were burying them in June and July, I was just sitting there like, we'll see what happens in August. We'll see. And here I am. It's August 25th. As we're recording this, it'll be on the air, August 26th. And I'm patting my back in case you're listening. (laughs) I was right. Now, you know, September could go wrong for them, but their schedule is pretty soft. You know, there's a stretch there where they play Baltimore, Cleveland, and Texas right in the middle of September. Hey, Texas, they, they got some filthy arms like Mike Fultinevich, who is a Cy Young contender as far as the A's are concerned. <laughs> oh, right. But they're, they're, they're a decent team. They're, they're, they're not good, but they're good against the A's right. and that's all that matters. <laughs> right. Like you have guys who are like two and 12 on the year, but for some reason they play against good teams well. And you're like, <laughs> why is this happening? <laughs> Here's the theory that I've come up with, with, uh, you know, some, sometimes guys just have a team's number, but I think for Mike Fultinevich in particular, he does give up the home run ball, but the A's only hit solo home runs. That mm. has been something that's been really plaguing them for the last month and a half. It feels like, um, and so, yeah, he'll give up two or three home runs, but he's only giving up two or three runs. So then he's still really, Stupid good. Ah, so watch out for Mike Fultinevich. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's doing good right now? Who who should we be worried about? Giancarlo Stanton. Dang it. Yeah, he's he's really there. I don't remember the date range, but he's hitting 320. I think he's th- hitting 320 in August. Right. And you know, people were complaining because he wasn't hitting enough home runs. And then he hit a home run in each game in Atlanta plus an RBI double. And, you know, one of the home runs was, it was like barely a swing and he still hit it to the restaurant in right field in Atlanta. You know, didn't he have like the hardest hit ball ever in that ballpark too? And I know that it's a brand new ballpark, but it's like the hardest hit ball in like 15 parks or something. Yeah. It was not Odako. Yeah, it was 109 miles an hour, 109.2. No, 119.2. Oh, I was like, 109, that's yeah. it? <laughs> okay. Yeah, 119.2. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. He's, he's a, well, you know, we have our big boy outfield now because they're playing him <laughs> in the outfield. 
which I did joke on my show in the beginning of the season that if you saw Stanton playing the outfield, that meant something really bad had happened. But it's gotten to the point now where it's better that he plays the outfield because then that means Luke Voigt and Anthony Rizzo can switch off at DH or first base. He's not hurting himself out in the outfield and he looks fine playing the outfield. And, you know, you got him in right, Judge in center and Gallo in left. It's six, 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 seven, and six, five. Like (laughs) (laughs) we're trying to come up with a funny name for the, you know, we were calling them the big boy outfield for a while, but Yankee fans are trying to come up with a clever name for the three of them. Um, So if you're listening to this Yankee fans, try and come up with a funny name for those three because we need one, but it's just, every time I see the lineup, I'm like, all right, the Yankees have Joey Gallo and Anthony Rizzo. Oh, yeah. Uh, you lucky jerks. The A's, they, they got Starling Marte, and he has been everything that we could hope for, but everybody else stopped playing baseball. So you'll you'll see Starling Marte get on first and seal second base. That just that just happens every day. They get used to it. But uh, whether or not he's going to score, that's, that's another topic of conversation. Matt Olson's cooled off a little bit, but his stats for the season are still pretty solid. Uh, Chapman goes up and down from week to week, so... Maybe he'll run into one. I don't know. Uh, Mark Canna's been doing okay. He's hitting 235, which isn't a great batting average, but he is getting on base at like a 368 clip. So he's been pretty good in that regard. Um, I mean, they, they just need to come up with these hits in big situations. And like over the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, and then on Monday against the, the Mariners, Saturday, Sunday, were against the Giants. They gave up just soul crushing home runs late. The bullpen blew all three of those games. And then uh, Wednesday last week, they were playing the White Sox and they were for, they were one for 12 technically with runners in scoring position. But the one hit was uh, it moved the runner from first to third. So no, or from second to third, nobody scored on that play. So basically 0 for 11 with runners in scoring position. If they get one hit and it scores two runs, that, that's four wins for the A's right there. And they're actually just a game back of Houston as opposed to where they are right now. So that's how things have been going for the A's. And I think what they, they really need is some protein in their diets. Stacy, do you have any ideas on how they could get some extra protein in their diets? I actually do. They should start eating built bars. Now, did you all know that built bar has so many delicious flavors that there's something for everyone. And when you talk to a built bar fan, I am one. They are passionate about their favorites. I am passionate about mint brownie. I love it so much, but the other flavors, in case you don't know, coconut, Cherry Barcia, raspberry, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. German chocolate's good too. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. I recommend doing that. Just eat them, figure out what you like, and then just keep ordering them. They're high in protein, low in calories, low in sugar, and they're good for you. Go to built.com and use our promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, mint brownie is my favorite. Jason, what's your favorite? Uh, Cherry Barcia. It's amazing. Of the core flavors, they bring in those those seasonal ones and those ones are always delicious as well. But if I want a bar that's going to be there, Cherry Barcia is the one that I go to. Nice. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. And welcome back to the special Locked On A's, Locked On Yankees crossover. We got Stacy Gotsoulias over here. This is mostly for the audio people, I guess, because uh, they're, they're going to hear another ad. But you guys don't because you're on YouTube. Boom! 
<laughs> um, so real quick, I'm just going to go over the, the pitching matchups for this series. And you, you tell me which one you're most excited about, which one feels like a good win for you or which one you're just excited about as being a good game. So Thursday, we got James Caprillion, former Yankee farmhand. Uh, how's Sonny Greg doing? Anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, you got uh, Caprillion going against Tyone. Is it Tyone? Tyon? Tyone? Tyone. Yep, okay. Tyone. <laughs> I, I've heard it pronounced all the different ways. And so right. that should be an interesting one. James Caprillion loves pitching in big games. This feels like a big game, so hopefully he does good. Uh, then you got Shamanaya going against Garrett Cole, minus the sticky stuff on Friday. That should be interesting. Uh, maybe I got some stats on both these guys. It's, it's going to be, we'll see. Uh, and then we got Frankie Montas against Nestor Cortez. Is that mm -hmm. how, okay? And then we got uh, Paul Blackburn and Jordan Montgomery. Are they still, are they uh, scoring runs for Jordan Montgomery yet or no? Is uh, he they still did. just not getting any run support? No, they did. Yeah, they did yesterday. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Yes. He picked up nice the win. Hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to Jordan Montgomery for the Yankees and their <laughs> vaunted offensive big boys finally scoring him some runs. Um, so of those matchups, which one stands out to you? Which game are you looking forward to the most? I would say the Cole Mania one. Yeah. I would say that. Well, um, is I it watched... because you think that uh, Garrett Cole is just going to dominate and it's the easiest win? Or what, what do you see in there? No, I think I... I've seen Manaya pitch in person. I watched him pitch against Jay Happ on September 1st of 2019, and both of them pitched well, and it was the bullpens that gave up the runs in that game. Um, and, I mean, although, actually, the Tyone Caprillion one is actually a good one, too, because Tyone, he's not the ace, but he's been the Yankees' best pitcher for the past month and a half. Um he fell back a little bit his last couple of starts, but not to where he was in the beginning of the season. He's still looking better than he was in the beginning of the season. Um, you know, he did have one outing where he was cruising and he gave up three runs in an inning and he kind of flipped out because he hadn't done that in a while. Um, and he'd been looking a lot better. And so that could be a good matchup too. Um, you guys are going to see Nestor Cortez. He barely throws 90 miles an hour. His ball barely but he's really spins, good. but he gets people out. And it's yeah. just like, how is this happening? It's like some sort of like weird voodoo magic sort of stuff. And Jordan Montgomery, you know, his start the other night against, um, or last night against Atlanta, wasn't particularly strong, wasn't bad. He walked four guys. He had a little bit of a control issue, but still picked up the win thanks to the offense. Um, you know, I feel like he had Tommy John last year heading into so he pitched a couple of times in 2020 but i feel like this is his comeback season and he's still working his way back okay. so um they all have the i mean they all have the potential to be good games here but yeah the the colmania one is i think that's the marquee matchup it's gonna be interesting because shamanaya for the most part this season has been absolutely fantastic he was like a, a very nice one two to go with chris bassett Chris Bassett obviously not pitching in this series after he got hit in the head in, on Tuesday of last week in Chicago. So that that stinks. It You would hope to see uh, Chris Bassett in this series if he was healthy. But Manaya had been that solid number two. I, I think he actually had more war on fan graphs than Chris Bassett did. So I know that his stats weren't quite as good, but he was producing the wins above replacement. And 
take with that what you will. But this this current month right now, Shamanaya in August, 997 ERA. He has not been good. He's completed five innings once in four starts. Maybe it's velocity. Maybe he's not getting his pitches in enough. Um, but he, he pitched okay in his last start. Gave up like two runs and four and two thirds. He, he'd been okay, but they're not getting the length, which is the other part of that. So if he's effective, great. But they're also going to need a little bit of length out of him. And the big boy offense, we'll, we'll see what happens there. And Garrett Cole is not going to really afford him too many breaks. So hopefully we get a high scoring game if it's or a low scoring. It's either uh three, two or nine, seven. That's what I'm hoping for in this one. <laughs> Nothing in between really spells, uh, you know, good news for the A's, but that, that Saturday matchup with Frankie Montas and Nestor Cortez, that's going to be interesting because Nestor Cortez has been fantastic. I've seen Yankees Twitter get very excited calling him the ace of the stuff C- kind of in jest, but he's like been the savior of the Yankees rotation and Frankie Montas right now, he is pitching like an absolute ace over the last two months. He has not had a blow up start. I think he's allowed three runs or less in each of those eight starts. And he's been really, really good. I think his last blow up start was in June. And that's a weird w- thing to say his last blow up start, you know, cause they're common, but you know, hmm. he's not, you know, Garrett Cole or some of these other guys I think he went, he gave up seven runs against the Rangers. That's all that I remember, but um, he's been a really, really dominant pitcher and he's done it against two really good teams against the giants on Sunday he went seven innings, didn't give up anything. He was fantastic. And then against the the Astros going into the All-Star break when the A's needed a win in that series, he shut them down too. And so hopefully he can do it against the Yankees. We will see. And he's just been, he's just been balling out. Everything worked for him in his last start. And uh, it was very, very exciting. And uh, that, that gets me excited. The other thing that I'm really excited for is the retribution that Sean Murphy will unleash upon <laughs> Araldus Chapman. <laughs> Even just a double play is progress. I will take whatever he does. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, be... that just shows you that how long Araldus Chapman has been struggling because he was lucky to get that triple play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, poor Sean Murphy. That was just... But the fact that the Yankees had turned that many triple plays within a short amount of time, and they haven't had any really since, so it's kind of funny. Um, but you were talking about... Um, who was it that you said gave up a bunch of runs in a uh, start? Frankie Montas gave... Oh, yes. Uh, Sean has given up a bunch this month, but Frankie Montas uh, in you know June. Right, because Cole, before he went on the COVID list, his last start against Tampa... Five and one thirty gave up seven runs on six hits with two balls, two balls. I do that all the time. Two balls, two balls, two walks. There we go. (laughs) 10 strikeouts. Is that not the strangest pitching line you've ever heard of? Five and five and one third, seven earned runs, but still struck out 10. (laughs) Well, and. He also, uh, since he's come back in his two starts, he's gone 11 and two thirds, given up one run. Take with that what you will, but it, it has come against the Angels, who are the A's favorite opponent this season. Love facing the Angels. Lots of easy wins right there. And then also the Minnesota Twins, who right. are you know definitely cursed. They did something to anger the Yankees, and I feel really, really bad for them. It's, but, uh, it's you know, really not, not the it's, best competition. But it's still strange, the, the whole Twins thing. I mean, we're coming up on 20 years of this, and it's yeah. not just they were beating good twins teams. They were beating good twins teams in the playoffs 
like a number of times, like the Morneau twins, the Maurer twins, the, uh, the Johan Santana twins, you know, it wasn't like, well, okay. To be fair, the A's beat the Johan Santana twins. That's the only time they've been to the ALCS in the last <laughs> two decades. So yeah. Are they, at, I was talking to, uh, Nash Walker, our locked on twins host. And I was like, Hey, I want to do a crossover debating whether or not the twins have actually been good the last 20 years, because the central is misleading. It, it, it's cyclical. You know, you see Cleveland come up and then they're dominant, but then they get bounced. They made it to the world series that one year. And that was a really fun year, but I uh, didn't really advance too far after that. Uh, the twins didn't do it. The white Sox got bounced. Is it just that they're, there's one team basically that can compete with you. And then they're usually, you know, somebody falls apart and then the other, you know, three teams suck. And mm. so we, we value them a lot higher because they're like, ah, there were a 97 win team, but they're playing, you know, the Tigers and the Royals and they're just beating up on like three Baltimore Orioles teams. And you're like, ah, well, <laughs> what, how, how good are they? And right. the White Sox series, I, I know that the A's lost three out of four, but they should have won probably three out of four of those games get, yeah. they get, you know, some hits in certain situations, some other things, they seemed beatable. They weren't flawless on defense. They weren't necessarily the beast that I thought they would be. And I know that they're just getting oh, no, people they're... back from injury, but uh, right. they, they don't seem like they've hit their stride yet. So, well, the one thing about the white Sox that white Sox fans were mentioning is that they have trouble against good teams. So you'll see them. I mean, the Yankees beat mm -hmm. them five out of six. If it wasn't for Zach Britton throwing a cookie over the plate to Tim ha Anderson, they would have swept that series too. So, you know, um, I know, like you said, they're getting people back. They'll be more like full strength when they approach the playoffs. But I don't know. If the pitching doesn't do as well as people expect it to do, you know, because the Yankees were hitting Giolito and Cease and got big hits off Hendricks and Kimbrell. So, you know, if they're making it to the playoffs and, you know, they face a team like the Rays, I mean, the Rays might destroy them. <laughs> you never know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, I mean, we'll see. So I, I think that what we're both saying is we're not necessarily betting on any team from the Central, but it is that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season, and you can get updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at Bet Online. I love a good survivor contest. I love Survivor the Show. I love NFL survivor contests. They're always a lot of fun. And if you want to get in on some of this action, all you got to do is head on over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50 or sorry, no, 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 no a 100% welcome bonus. Read what's in front of you, Jason, not what's in your memory. Uh, <laughs> be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. And that is when you make a bet on Thursday, September 9th. That is the season opener between the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. If you lose that bet, your wager will be refunded up to $25. And this is for new customers only when using or when signing up and using promo code NFL 100. 
Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And this episode is also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local auto parts store to stock all of the parts that you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry? You all have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. And who doesn't love saving some money? With Rock rockauto.com you can you can save 30 50 or even a hundred percent on the same parts from those chain stores or car dealerships and rockauto.com is a family business if you like family businesses they're the they're the they're the place for you right there and they serve do-it-yourselfers online and they've been doing it for over 20 years and their prices are always reliably low for every customer so go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box and let them know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com whoo that was fun all right let's get back into it <laughs> i was smiling the whole time because i was doing the copy in my head while you were doing it <laughs> i had the ad read up i could not see what was going on i assumed that you were going to try and make me laugh but i was on a different browser so <laughs> <laughs> anyways welcome back to this special crossover edition of the locked on ace and the locked on yankees podcast i am joined by stacy Gotsoulis. stacy one more time where can people find you on social media Find me at Locked On Yankees, all one word, on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Stace Gotts on Twitter. Stace Gotts in the Spotify green room, if I ever remember to do it. And you can find me on Instagram at srgotts if you want to see my personal stuff. It's really a lot of food now because I, I got into cooking. That's a new thing with me. So it's about it's more about cooking and working out. That's my new <laughs> thing this year. <laughs> it felt like you were trying to do my radio voice for a second there. I was like, are you making fun of me to my no, face, No, I, I went to school for broadcasting. I sometimes kick into the radio voice. I do. Uh, I didn't realize that I had one until my sister brought it up. She was like, did you just do your podcast voice at me? I'm like, oh, I have a different one. I totally did. Yes, <laughs> it was discouraging, I guess. <laughs> All right, so. Where do you think the Yankees stand heading into this series? Obviously, they've won 11 straight, but are you a little bit worried that, you know, maybe they've been playing a little bit too well and the, the A's are an okay team and they're kind of due for some wins? Where, where are you assessing this series right now? Yeah, I'm I'm slightly worried just because usually when you have a series like this where someone's coming in on a big role and someone's not coming in on a big role, it I don't know. I just, <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, I didn't expect them to win 11 in a row either. So, you know, going into Atlanta, I was slightly worried because that was, as you said earlier in the show, two teams with nine game winning streaks. First time it happened since 1901. It was a whole big deal. And you're thinking, OK, Atlanta's pretty good. You know, they overtook the Mets and the Phillies. And not that that was that hard. No offense. <laughs> um, you know, and they were on a roll. And like I said, it's it's gotten to the point now where. We're so used to the Yankees winning. It's going to be disappointing if they lose at all this weekend, you know? <laughs> yeah. I expect it to happen. I don't see them coming out of Oakland on a 15-game winning streak. That's not going to happen. But 
I don't know. I really don't know what to expect from this series. I kind of was worried about the off day, but then they also had an off day Sunday because the game against Minnesota got rained out and they were kind of on a roll then and they just kept rolling against Atlanta. So who knows? And Gio Rochelle is on his way back. He's going to be um, activated tomorrow. So, um, you know, the lineup's going to change a little bit, but the guys who were playing for him in his place or playing for Gleyber Torres too, Andrew Velasquez is playing for Torres and they put Rugi Odor at third. He's been okay. You know, How is you he know. still in the majors? Well, <laughs> hey, he hit a home run last night. He hit the restaurant in Atlanta. So, uh, you know, he'll, he'll run into one like once every two weeks and it's like, whoa, wow, that's right. He can hit home runs. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's really like their uh, mascot, you know, like the other guys will hit home <laughs> runs. He's the first one out of the dugout to congratulate them. And, you know, he's so happy to be with the it, like it's it's kind of cute to watch. And I could say that because I'm probably old enough to be his mother. But um, yeah, yeah, he's just funny because, like I said, he'll run into one like once every two weeks. And you're just like, oh, right. Yeah, he's a he can hit a home run every once in a while. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's always fun. The A's, I think A's fans right now on Twitter are, we're about to get swept by the Yankees. The season's over, blah, blah, oh, blah. And I'm like, no, I know it. it's very no. nihilistic over here right now, especially the way that the A's have been losing and just not being able to come through in these situations. And there's part of you that's like, okay, all they got to do is get this one hit a game and, or, and they get like three or four of these opportunities, just do it once. And all of a sudden, you're you're a force to be reckoned with but at the same time they haven't done it for the last what what are we like four months in four and yeah. a half months in they haven't done it yet so why are we still expecting it so that there's two schools of thought on that one and i think from my standpoint if the ace split it, it doesn't really help them it doesn't really hurt them but it does give them more time so uh just don't get swept or lose three out of four um so i'm hoping for a split and then if they win three or four i'll be through the moon and i will be yelling a whole bunch on our monday episode it's going to be so much fun so uh yeah that, that i think that's that's where i'm standing right now is just win a couple i'll, I'll be fine with that just win a couple <laughs> well i just don't uh, want the yankees to lose thursday because it's my birthday i don't want my birthday yes. to be a bummer but historically and this even goes back to before i was born i actually looked up august 26th in yankees history and for some reason, they don't do <laughs> well on that day. day. I don't know why. The A's, um, on my birthday, the A's are always very good if they really? play. And, or, or like something like amazing happens or like the season turns around. I'm like, yeah, because they're, they're a second half team. That's just what they do. They, they suck for the first two months. And then like, hey, it's Jason's birthday. We should probably start playing better. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, Actually, so it's kind nice. of funny. I was on another show and I said, I said, you know, the A's will probably do their A's thing where they win like 16 in a row in August and they'll, you know, make everyone believe that, oh, wait, maybe the maybe the A's are going to do something this year. Or maybe they're going to make it to an ALCS or maybe this is going to happen. That hasn't happened yet, guys. Is it going to happen in September? Maybe. Oh, oh, but wait, but wait, the Yankees did it. So now who's patting themselves on the back? <laughs> <laughs> is it for real now? Oh, how the tables have turned. <laughs> well, no, but you know what I mean? Because you're an A's yes. fan and you know yeah. how things work with the A's. Like that when you went, mm -hmm. they went 20, what was it? How many, many games 20? in a row? Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> in the stinking Cleveland Guardians, they had to go and win 23. And so now that's not even a claim to fame. I'm like, ah, whatever. Was that 2017? The Indians? Uh, Guardians? When they did that? Was that so. Right? Okay. Yes. Right. That was the yeah. year where 
Yeah, they, they didn't even make it to the World Series, right? Right. They beat the Yankees yeah. in the first two games of the division series. And the second game was an absolute S-show managing job by Joe Girardi. <laughs> you know, they were up big, lose. You know, the Grand Slam happens. He didn't challenge something. It was just a mess. And everyone was expecting the Yankees to lose. And then the Yankees win the two games at Yankee Stadium. The one game by one nothing. The Greg Bird home run off Andrew Miller, of all people. And then game five. And all I was thinking to myself was, this is awesome. They took it to five games. I don't even care if they lose tonight. This is just great. No, no one's expecting anything. Didi Gregorius hits a home run. I'm like, okay. His next at bat hits another home run. And I'm like, okay, what is happening here? And I get, okay, people are going to think I'm nuts when I say this, but I get a psychic feeling when the Yankees are about to lose, blow a game. My heartbeat speeds up and I get palpitations. It happens all the time. Got it when Mo blew the game in Arizona. It's just, it's, Yeah. So I didn't get that feeling that whole game. And I thought to myself, are they going to win this game? Are you kidding me? And yeah, they actually did. So that was the year that the Indians, people were expecting them to do a lot better than they did. And no one was expecting the Yankees to make it to the seventh game of the uh, ALCS. And that's the thing about the playoffs. You make it to the playoffs. You have as good a chance as anyone Mm -hmm. making it into the World Series. Because you're basically... Unless you're the Twins. Right. (laughs) Unless you're the twins playing the Yankees, you don't have a chance. But most other teams have a very good chance because you start at zero. Everything, you know, regular season's thrown out the window because Mm -hmm. a lot of times people say, oh, this team beat up on this team in the regular season. And then you'll see the team that was beat up on sweep them out of the playoffs. And it's like, did a switch I mean, hey, we don't need to relitigate the 2020 uh, ALDS. It's okay. I, I remember what happened last year. With the A's and the Astros. Oh, I don't even remember that. That was a sweep. Oh, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> I forgot about it, that. The, the A's completely uh, took it to them in the regular season, and then it was not pretty in the But playoffs. you see it happen it a lot, fun. you know? Yes. Like, yes. Especially when there's uh, actually 2017, the Indians beat up on the Yankees in the regular season. I was at a doubleheader that they swept, and I was like, great, this is wonderful. And then when I saw that they were matched up against the Indians, I'm like, just try to win one game, just one. And then when they dropped the first two, I thought, all right, well, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. You, know? you made the playoffs. That's nice. You didn't make the playoffs last year. You made it this year. Great. Good job. So, yeah, again, you never know. I mean, the A's, if they make it in as the second wild card, because no one's going to beat the Astros. You know I mean, maybe. Well, we'll see. If they can keep it within just a few games. I don't know. They got getting... six more left. I don't I know. know. Maybe they just get absolutely hot. I mean, I don't think that they will, but that is what I am telling myself right now because I want to be happy and it's not I happening. know because the Astros are getting guys back and, you know, people are going to be healthy and God, they're so annoying. Can you, someone just sweep them out of the playoffs in the first round, please? Just It'd someone really out there. Fun. Can anyone yeah. hear me? Just do it. <laughs> so annoyed. Okay. So one last question, and that is, uh, you, you say that you you get these these feelings, mm-hmm. your, your vitals start to spike yep. when uh, when the Yankees are going to lose. Uh, can you like link your vitals to the internet somehow so we can all get a sense of whether or not the Yankees are going to be losing that game or not? That'd be very <laughs> very. T- do you have like an Apple Watch? Can I'm can telling I see you that if we're linked, <laughs> it's like it's it's like i get heart palpitations and like sometimes i'm not even watching a game and my heart will speed up and i'm like oh god chapman's about to blow it isn't he and then i check because there are some nights i need off i'm telling you right now i don't watch every single game because there are some nights where my brain is like i can't so i keep track on my computer and i you know and and twitter i mean she's you can follow anything on twitter 
and my my heart will start like really beating like fast out of nowhere and it it well it also happens if they're gonna blow a lead but not necessarily lose like sometimes i'll get that feeling and be like oh god someone's gonna <laughs> someone's tying this game on the other team and it happens and then i calm down and i think oh wait no the yankees will win this in extra innings it's fine okay good yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what i thought on uh monday uh Lou Trevino came in, one run lead, gave up the tying home run to tie France of all people. Uh, I made this joke in my own podcast, but for your own listeners, it's a good thing that his name's not walk off France because it was a tie. Uh, (laughs) 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 Uh, I love making bad jokes. Anyways, um, so then he gave up a single and a double. There was runners on second and third. Nobody out. He struck out the next two, got the the third batter up with uh, two strikes. It felt like he was going to get out of it. And I was like, okay, they're going to, they're going to win it either in the bottom of the ninth or in extras. We got this. And then he gave up another hit and then they lost by two. Um, it sucked. And yeah. I, I just don't, have, he's been really good. So it's hard to be mad at Lou Trevino because he's without him. And if he had been what he's been the last couple of years, the A's are not where they are right now. So it's hard to be mad at Lou Trevino. I'm more mad at ownership right now for not spending any money because <laughs> Dang it. They have the players just spend a little bit of money. If they would have gotten like Trevor story in the off season, I know he costs a little bit more, but uh, it, it would have been nice or, you know, just somebody just a little bit of upgrades. So I'm mad at John Fisher. He stinks. You're wonderful. Where can people find you on social media? One last time. You can find me on Twitter at Stay Scott's or locked on Yankees. You can find us on Instagram at locked on Yankees. And you know, if you want to follow me personally and laugh at my, boring life you can follow me on instagram at sr gods <laughs> i'm picturing your instagram being like uh like garfield like lasagna again oh and <laughs> it's cats and it's full oh, of cats, cats too? too because maybe that's I, what it is because <laughs> i have tons of cats so yeah all right and if you guys want to follow me on social media it's locked on a's on twitter and instagram i'm at by jason b on twitter and in the locker room app if you guys have any a's questions for me send those to lockdown athletics at gmail.com but uh Stacy, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, also, this will be on your channel. So I guess we joined each other. <laughs> but we yeah, did. this is always fun. And we figured out the graphics. It, it was a, a whole we ordeal got before we right. hit record. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our bosses are going to be so happy with us. <laughs> All righty, Stacey, take it easy. You too. <laughs>